I'm going to tweet that Pocahontas meme with the chief saying, these white men are dangerous. Because <laughs> the fact that they keep trotting Mac McClung out there, man. They don't really have no choice, man. Yeah, they do have a choice. They do. We talked about this before, bro. Put up an NBA team versus the, the, um, the all-dunker team. And I'll take it a step further. What if, because now you can pay them, what if you got some college guys in there too? I mean, I got it. I got some ideas for it. I don't know if we're talking about it later in the show, but I got some ideas for it. That's fair. That's fair. Well, folks, we told y'all we are men of our word. You know, that's who we are at Facts Over Acts. We're the people's pod. And obviously, we told y'all we were going to give y'all advice on different subjects that y'all ask us about. They can be sports related, they can be non-sports related and all that good stuff. But we gonna ask about it or we gonna answer it all the same, okay? So we only had three submissions, I'm sorry, four, four submissions. There's one submission that y'all two do not know about that came directly to my DMs, but we are going to uh, get that one out here as well. Okay. Uh, we got four submissions in the facts over acts, um, in the facts over acts, do do do. Give me just a second. In the facts over acts, uh, question being, and so we're gonna start. Josh, start it off with whichever one you want because you have access to the first three, and then after that, we will get into fully into the sports of the show. Josh, help us out. All right. So that first question that we have is. Uh, what inspired us to start Facts Over X? And have we ever thought about having guests on? Um, well, I feel like this is a, a great a great answer for Josh because it, the, the moment that was orthogonal to the story, very personal to Josh. So I'm going to let you take that one. Um, I, 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 I know we talked about starting this podcast forever on Twitter. Like, this is something this that man, we talked about on Twitter. Forgot. This man forgot. forgot the origin. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Refresh me. Refresh me. His hero passing was the reason we started this. Was Kobe it? Bryant, yes. After Kobe died, you was like, I'm hurting right now, but we going to take this hurt and make something beautiful out of it. And we started. It was two things. Yeah. It was, it was Kobe dying and then. It was right after Kobe died. Somebody said something about Brian on Twitter on Twitter when Guyton hated Brian. This is back when Brian Guyton could stand Brian. And then he put me and Gibbs in a group chat and was like, nah, bro, y'all don't need to talk, talk about Brian about, man. I, I do I do remember that part. I remember when we was right. in the group chat. And I'm like, y'all right. the only two I could talk to about sports. Cause like we've been going back and forth about sports on Twitter since since we was in high school. Yeah. No, that's facts. That's facts. And, and, but but y'all y'all have to excuse me. It's like a period of my life where I I, just, I blacked most of that out, man. My brain don't remember a good chunk of, Josh of that. The first ever baseball player with CTE. This is crazy. <laughs> this is crazy. He said they was throwing high and inside too much. Can't remember nothing. No, but I, I I think that I just think the biggest motivation for starting a podcast outside of that, the biggest motivation for that was just. 
with social media, everybody got an opinion on sports. And there's so yeah. many people that don't know what they're talking about. And I, I never understood it because, like, even if you don't know, Google is free. And also, it's okay to say, I don't know. Like, it, it, it's okay to not have an opinion on things that you legitimately don't know about. You yeah. Know I mean? Like, we, we are not those guys that are going to blame you and look at you crazy. Like, oh, my God, you don't know who uh, you don't know who Ralph Sampson is. That's crazy. Like, that's just that's not us. So, you know, what I mean, it's, for, for, yeah. that, that's where, where this thing came from. Yeah. And, and for me, it's more so like it give me even more of a reason why I'm loving sports. You know, I get to sit, spend time and talk about sports with two guys that also enjoy sports. Right. And it's just like when I'm watching the game. Oh, yeah, this is going to be a topic that we can talk about this week. Even yeah. though our audience is small right now. I mean, for me, it's just the aspect of, you know, giving me an outlet to really dedicate to sports. Right. Yeah. And like having a meaning when I watch the sports like, oh, I actually gonna, got stuff I can talk about. Retain, pertaining to sports. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And have we ever thought about having guests? We've had on multiple guests, but we are going to get back into guests. I'm, we're going to aim, no guarantees here, but we're going to aim for at least one guest monthly from March through the end of the year. That's that's going to be our goal, to have on one new person um, every single month and, and, and kind of go from there. So that's what we got going on there. Josh, break us off with the second question, please. Okay, um, I know we've been changing the direction of facts over acts. So, uh, one, this question is a little insane, but we're going to answer it. And two, just based off the context of the question, Gibbs, do you know this person personally? <laughs> yes, yes, I do. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm not going to tell you how, but there's a very close blood relation. And I, 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 <laughs> the only oh, reason yeah. I the only reason that, like that triggered in my brain is because I don't know if you, if you remember you came over to my crib for the barbecue. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but the question is, uh, is it crazy to eat ass on the first link? I'll, I'll let you fellas take it away. I'm going to go ahead and start this one off because uh, you know how you brothers get down. I don't partake in none of that, but think about think about how insane that sounds. Think about how insane that sounds, doing that to someone that you have no backstory about, none at all about, none at all. Hey, man. So, yes, it's insane. Yes. Hey, man, if you got the papers, if, y'all, if, if you got the papers before y'all first link, Fair game. Do what you got to do. Nah, I'm leaving it at that. You know what I mean? I, hey, hey, if they, if you want to do it, they want it done to do your thing, player. We ain't never, you know, we, everybody eats me. Everybody, nah, I'm just messing around. Before. Hey, everybody eats is insane. <laughs> everybody eats is insane, bro. <laughs> nah, but you, hey, listen, again, it's their personal life, it's their personal choice. You know what I mean? I ain't going to, never going to shut somebody for their personal choice so long as ain't nobody being hurt. That's what y'all into. That's what y'all into. Okay. Um, I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and weigh in. One, uh, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Um, I'm more explorative than the average person, but I also have my limits. If that's something that you choose to do and you're safe about it, and you go about it in a way that's safe to you and you're not harming nobody else, cool. Go ahead and do your thing. But me. 
personally, I think that's crazy. I think that's somebody that you got to share that with to where you know this person well enough to where you know their hygiene habits. You know they ain't got nothing crazy going on. You got to have some kind of a, a, a intimate bond with this person in order to do that. Because like on the on the first link is a many variations of first link this would be a person you've been kicking it with for a minute this could be a friend that turned into that kind of situation this could be somebody that you met on tinder like two days prior i'm gonna tell you and this is why i said as long as you got them papers you're good because i know a young lady who met somebody off tinder and was doing certain acts with them without getting those papers and got one of the incurables. And that's why I say, as long as you get the papers and you know it's legit, if that's your <laughs> first link, incurable is hilarious. It, bro, it's the truth. You know the incurables. <laughs> you know, there's some of them ones that when you get it, you just got it. Like, you can you can manage it, but you can never get rid of it. If if you, you know what I mean? Hey, that's, that's, that's all I'm going to say on that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You got the papers, you good. Josh, give us number three. Number three, um, this is specifically for Gibbs. Is Usher shimmy valid? Um, I would I would like to say this, and I, I want people to like very much so live in this. The human body can only do so many things, right? Like when people <laughs> say this is a white supremacist hand sign, as well as this is the capitalist hand sign, signal to each other that somebody's a member, like. Both of those things can be true because, again, human hands can only do so much. When you talk about the human body, when it comes to dancing, it's the same type of thing with strolling. And was Usher Shimmy legit? No, he's not a noob. It wasn't legit. It was, he was Shimmy. Like, <laughs> good for him. More power to him. But, you know what I mean? This ain't Shimmy like a noob. We don't even do that at my school. So, you know what I mean? We, we never did that. So, no, his Shimmy not legit. You not It's not legit if you're not a noob. You know what I mean? Like, hey. Great, great technique and form and all that. Good for you. It's not legit because he's not new. And that's 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 all there is to it from my standpoint on that one. Um, also, that you know, man, while we're here, um, I know a lot of we're like a week behind. A lot of other people have already weighed in on this. Um, that Usher Alicia Keys hug. How y'all feel about that? I, here's the thing that I don't understand, bro. It's the entertainment industry. Right. Like, why? It's like getting mad at your partner for filming a sex scene with somebody else. Like, if there's no actual penetration going on, like, it's part of the job. Like, what are we doing? I, I, I think <laughs> I knew Chris was going to be on the other side. <laughs> Bro, this not. Think about it like this. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Think about it like this. Y'all saw the skit where Drewski was talking about having a work wife and work husband, right? And how, like, people yeah. love their work wife more than their actual wife, right? That's prolonged. That's over a long period of time. That's day in, day out. You hugging and doing all the extra. She twerking on them, all that. That's that's different. But like a little, hey, we performing. We in the moment. You know, you hit the little hug, whatever. That to me, I mean, it's, it's the same way I felt about the Kiki Palmer situation. Whatever. It's, it is what it is. It ain't no, you know, I'm not about to crash out over somebody doing that during a performance. That just don't make sense to me. See, my my thing is like one, you in an entertainment industry, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something that's gonna happen. You putting on the show, it's performance, right, right? But two, a lot of people are like, yo, yo, if if that was my woman, I wouldn't do this, and you, know, I wouldn't do this. One, you should want your woman to feel comfortable sharing 
as many things as possible with you communication wise. So like one, how she gonna respond to you that if like every time she put on a show and she got to do something that's like not even like sexually explicit or risque, just making physical contact with a person, you at the crib going crazy. Exactly. Two, also, if Usher walk up behind her and hug, what's she supposed to do? Be like, no, and push him off. She was supposed to hit dog with a stunner. Like, is <laughs> she making a check to bring back to y'all household? Chris said, if he ain't, if Shorty ain't coming RKO out of nowhere, he's, he's, he's gonna be <laughs> it's not even, it's not even that. Here, I'm gonna break this down real simple to y'all. Break this down real simple to y'all. So, does Usher have a known track record of this behavior? I mean, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay, okay, yes, yeah. We know that. Alicia and did songs with him in the past, right? So they have history together. So she should know that. And it's also not proven that they haven't had a relationship or no type of, you know, situation in the past. It's not It's not proven or it's not shown that it's they have. It's not proven. Chris, go on somewhere, dog. Go on somewhere. <laughs> I'm saying. I'm saying. Bro said the absence of evidence is not the evidence of absence. Are you out of your mind, bro? Okay. <laughs> Let me let me let me let me let me preach a little bit. Let me preach a little bit. Let me preach a little bit. All right, I'm, I'm gonna get out the pulpit. I'm gonna let you. Go. So 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 I give y'all another scenario, right? When Bradley Bill White was in that tunnel, and James Harden came in there and interlocked fingers, right? Y'all was all on the other end of the spectrum, right? So I go, I'll go back. He to wasn't on TV. Open. And she wasn't making paint to do it. You interlock fingers. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm about to cook. 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 I'm about to bring y'all back. So I just asked y'all if Usher had a history of doing this, right? Right. Asked y'all, right? If you walk in a room with somebody, you know they got a history of theft. Every time they do something, you're going to keep your eye on them because you know they might steal something. Usher has a history of doing this type of stuff. And yes, you can still secure your back, but you can watch your back. You can make it where your back is never turned to Usher, where you can move out of the way if he walks towards you. You can dodge him. You can do this. And guess what, Gibbs? Guess what, Gibbs? They didn't get paid from the Super Bowl at all. So, so you want her to be dead locked eyes with this man the whole time, so she know that he ain't finna come on my own. That's not. That's not. That's not what I want. That's oh, not what I want. Will Keith, you don't see Brad just staring him down that's the not, whole time. That's not what that's I want. Crazy. That's not what I want. That's not what I want. What I want is for you to not enable that man to want to do that. I mean, Alicia, you leaning forward trying to get that note out. You gotta watch your back. That's all. Mm-hmm. You ain't gotta watch him the whole time. He wasn't around her the whole time, but he's known to do this. He's known Chris, to do this. He's known to do what? He known to hug up on people's shorties? Yes! What does that matter, Chris? If you upset about your girl getting the hug, we need to have some deeper conversations. And it, it, it ain't about the hug. It's, the, <laughs> it's, the, it's okay to get somebody said, a church it's a hug. It's okay, it's okay to get somebody a church hug, but you squeezing my shorty almost, you know, making her feel secure on, on national television, the most watched show on TV all year? Nah, nah, nah. I'm cool on that. I'm, I'm, I'm cool. <laughs> ain't nothing I can do about it if you do it, but I'm cool on that. I, I just, I'm cool on it. I'm cool on it. I'm cool on it. So wait, wait, well, wait. Now I got the follow up. How you gonna react? Let's say you. I mean, I'm, that's your wife. What are you gonna do about it, brother? I mean, I'm gonna. I mean, I'm gonna tell her like, hey, look, look. Next time, I, I shouldn't see that. I shouldn't see that straight up. I mean, I know you was in the moment. It's Usher. You in the Super Bowl, but let, let's contain ourselves next time. Because if that was the other way around, Alicia's crazy. Like, let's not act like Alicia ain't did no crazy stuff in her day. Alicia's crazy. 
Okay. Alicia took that man from his wife. She wouldn't be mad about him hugging up on nobody. That would be even more of a reason why. She risked a lot of stuff getting him. So, I mean, I if it was the other way around, if it was the other way around, Swiss would have been a policy uh, on, on national TV reading off of script that she wrote. I disagree. I disagree. Listen, all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is this. If, as long as you know that it ain't go no further, it's no big deal. Yeah, you know I mean, like it's part of yeah. again. Bradley Bill White, that wasn't part of that area performance. She's not in the entertainment industry. You just lock fingers with that man for no reason. Your streams will not go up from doing that side to side hook with James Harden. Like, what? What are we looking at here? But I got to get to this fourth and final question. Um, the DNA of the Texans and the Lions. Both teams are on to come up. That's almost unheard of for both franchises. What does it take to build a contender when you're not a traditional powerhouse? And how do you sustain that moving forward so you don't become a flash in the pan? And do you have any expectations for the upcoming season? So I'll start this off with the first part of this question about how do you build if you're an um, up-and-comer that's not a traditional power? You do it how both of these teams did it, right? Who would y'all say is the Texans' best player right now? Um, I think most Stroud. people would agree, C.J. Stroud, right? Yeah. How did they acquire? How did they acquire C.J. Stroud? Draft. Draft. The, draft. the Lions. Who would you say is their best player right now? Um, probably. I'll say, probably say, I, 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 say, I say Hutch. Either Penesuel, Hutch, or Amon Ross St. Brown. One of those three, right? I was Everybody can. Yeah. How did all three of those players get acquired? Uh, I know Sewell and uh, I, I couldn't I couldn't remember if we drafted St. Brown. I know Hutch. Yeah, and Sewell we drafted, drafted St. Brown in the fourth round. Hutch okay. and Sewell were first round draft picks, and Amon Ra was a fourth round draft pick. So you have to build through the draft. If you're not a yep. free, if you're not a a destination target for free agents, you have to build through the draft. Remember when the Jaguars were good and had people thinking Blake Bortles may win the Super Bowl one day? All they blessed best players from that team. How did they get there? How did Jalen Ramsey get there? He got drafted. Jalen Ramsey didn't say, I want to come to Jacksonville. They said, hey, you, you can't <laughs> leave the best corner. And let me tell you, I played against Jalen Ramsey in college, brother. That, he, everything they say he is, he was that, it, even back in Tallahassee. So, you know what I mean? Like, the, the reality is you have to build through the draft to not be a flash in the pan. And upcoming season expectations, I expect at least one playoff win from the Lions next year. Same thing for the Texans because the AFC South is so mid. I'm, I'm expecting at least one playoff win and a division championship is ideal for both, but that's that's my minimum. Fellas, what y'all got? Um, so I think you got to take it a step beyond drafting well, because I think you when you look at things, there's a, a lot of things that go into drafting. You got the general manager who, you know, he he signs the check. You got the scouts that go out there and do the work. You got the coaches who think is a good fit for a team and all these things come together. You've seen teams to where they draft well, but they don't have the system in place to take advantage of the talent that they're drafting. For example, uh, the Cleveland Browns, as of recent, I think that's a team that did an excellent job in the draft, but they didn't take advantage of the, the talent that they had. You've, we've seen those players go to other teams and perform well or better than they did in Cleveland. Um, so I think beyond drafting well, you have to have a winning culture. And I think teams like the Lions, like the Texans, um, is is this dark cloud of losing around them? So if they have 
a, a coach or they have a system that may not work immediately, but the players are buying in. They're so desperate to, we got to get wins. We got to try to make the playoffs. If it doesn't work immediately, then they're fired. We saw what Dan Campbell was, at, was able to make out of the Lions and out of that first season with a roster that he didn't put together. It was so many uh, people that was like, yo, Dan Campbell got to go. Before he even had a chance to to do anything. So I think you got to have a winning culture in there. You got to kind of rework what it is, what the identity of your team is. Because if you look at all of the the winning teams out there, if we look at the teams that's had continued success, we don't look at the Steelers and be like, oh, the Steelers good because they draft well. When we think of the Steelers, we think of good defense. We think of a culture. We think what Mike Tomlin has though has that team performing like. We think of the Chiefs. We don't think of what is the last time somebody gave the Chiefs good g- g- credit or a good job for drafting Pat Mahomes? Nobody ever talks about when Pat Mahomes was drafted. They just talk about the fact that the Chiefs win football games and the culture that Andy Reid has in place in that locker room. That's fair. That's fair. That's that's all right, Chris. What you got? Oh, as simple as that. I mean, I'm gonna piggyback off guy. Leadership and culture, right? Leadership and culture. If you think of all the billion-dollar corporations in the world, what's the one thing they all have in common? They have a phenomenal leader that drove a phenomenal culture, right? For example, I mean, uh, a lot of the positions that I'm in now, right, at work, I'm in a leadership role. If I came to work and not tried to push for a better culture, we wouldn't get parts off the door to the customer at all, right? We wouldn't We wouldn't right. at all. So yeah. the way you execute on results is leadership and culture, right? Leadership and culture. Yeah. So it's that simple to me. As long, When you start building a leadership team, you need to figure out who's going to pe- be the people that really enhance the culture. Bro said, if I came to the factory drunk and hung over from last night, y'all boys <laughs> would not be getting them windshield wipers. It just ain't happening. I feel you, though. I feel you. All right, well, we got to get into current news again. We are the People's Pod. We are getting you paid for giving us ideas. If you are sub and you submit a question, we will give you a dollar per question that we use on this show or tell us a, a form or place where we can find great questions. We're going to, you know what I mean? We had three last week. We're hoping to double that. You know, we're hoping to still go up some more. We're going to work this thing out to where we get y'all paid for giving us content to make on this show, because again, we are the people's pod. What's up, y'all? Have a seat. It's your favorite artery with the facts over Axe Crew. We got the master who makes a master in the building, Josh Guyton. That is I. We got the money man, the man with the plan, Chris Allen in the building. Right here, right here. And then you got the little old MC, that's me, Ken Gibbs. Again, folks, this is your favorite artery with the pod that's trying to get the people paid, facts over Axe. But the dunk contest ain't trying to get nobody paid. I'll tell you that much. Right <laughs> this all-star weekend... It just gets rougher and rougher and rougher every year. And with more and more people cutting the cord already going into All-Star Weekend, we've already talked about the problems of All-Star Weekend. But let me ask you this. If you had to give the dunk contest a grade, A through F, what would it be? Uh, I'm giving it a D. Minus. And the only reason, the only reason that is not an F, uh, is because this year a, a star player did participate, even though he somehow made the finals. He was the worst contestant out of the four. A star player this year did participate, and I think with everything that they added, the is the attraction. Is he a star? Jalen Brown is a star. He made three hundred. I mean, he's not a superstar. He he's, he's the second best I, I player. Said, he's the second I best said, player on the best team in the league. He's a star. I said he's. I said he's not a superstar, but he's a star. I agree. I agree. He's a star. <laughs> you said he's he not a star. Family. Somebody lied. <laughs> he does not have a top three in the car. Okay. 
It is not a star. Um, and, and I think with the additions, like they've made All-Star Weekend into such a spectacle, the only reason I'm not giving it an F is, is because an F means that it shouldn't be an All-Star. It shouldn't be a, a dunk contest next year. I, I think it's some way to repair it. It's going to be tough, but it is a way to repair it. Mm-hmm. Chris, what you got? I'm giving it an F. I mean, point blank, period. I, I don't think there should be one next year currently constructed. They need to Yeesh. ban it. For, they need to ban it until they figure out what's wrong with it and then fix it. Uh, you know, people really hate on 2K, but I think one of the biggest things that won me over with 2K this year, right? Not NBA 2K, just 2K as a company, is when I found out they actually skipped a couple years for WWE and then they dropped a fantastic yeah. game after that. I, f- I feel I like got, that's I feel like that's what all game companies should do. That do yearly releases. Yeah. When you take a break, go back to the lab, figure out what was good about the game, and then you yeah. go fix that, and then come back with it. I got so much more respect for it. They don't even try with the dunk contest. They giving us Mac McClung is like the best they have to offer right now for the dunk contest. Hey, and, serious question: How long y'all think they're gonna be dragging Mac McClung out there? Oh, until he get, become a big name in the in the actual basketball. I don't think that ever will happen. They, yeah, I think I think they probably gonna keep dragging him out there until he lose. At least they're gonna be. We're gonna be seeing the thirty four year old Mac McClung out there still getting it done. Still, I mean, who we gonna be going against? I, well, and, and, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. The NBA got working against them to that point, guy. You making them play 65 games and then mad they don't want to play something where they could get hurt. They could fracture a wrist. They can get hurt. They could fall off the rim. Yeah, true. You making them play games and then you asking them to do stuff that could be risky for them, which means they got to go train and practice dunking. They got to go work on some specialty dunks. I'm not doing that if I got to play 65 games. I ain't spraining my ankle practicing no dunks. You step on the ball wrong or something like that. I just started this. I just started this. I got a solution. Talk to us. Talk to us what you got. See, normally when somebody and, say they got a solution to rub their hands like that, they <laughs> the dumbest shit you heard no, in no. the last you, calendar year. Well, go you, for you, it. You stretch it out so you can still feel that time. So instead of four contestants, we could do six. We could do eight. In order to have an incentive of star players to want to perform, you could say you get cash or whatever. You know, the end season tournament, they gave them a million. You, you get this amount if you participate to try to be the incentive. But most of the big players got enough money to where they don't care. But... Uh, you can make it open to G League players. NIL is available. You can make it open to college players. You can make it open to social media people that's professional dunkers. And you have your eight up there. And everybody has one attempt. You give them your best dunk. The best score out of those eight, then the two have a dunk off in the finals. Mm. So therefore, you're so not like, seeing these dudes out here that's trying to come up with four dunks. And we've seen so many dunks in a dunk contest that like it's hard for you to come up with four dunks nobody has ever seen before. But I think eight when, people can come up Jaylen with Brown one dunk that's that impressive. Windmill. When Jalen Brown did that windmill, I said, "Brother, that was an in game dunk. That was the rim grazer package dunk. Yeah, what that was the bro. Here? You only need what? a 75 driving dunk to get that dunk." Is it Jalen Brown an in, in-game dunker? Like, he's not a specialty dunker. That's he he is. He's, he's an he's in-game, in-game dunker. Yeah. Is he even an in-game dunker? No, I, I think look, dunker. No, I think of Rudy Gay. I think of somebody no. who's like, so, so Gibbs, hear me out. kind of crazy. Gibbs, hear me out. 
I was thinking the same thing because it was this post where Jalen Brown said, um, I think when it comes to like catching bodies, I'm the best in the NBA. And I was like, Jalen Brown, you tripping. But somebody put up a compilation. <laughs> Jalen Brown might be the best bodies. in the league, bro. He got some bodies. He's like Rudy Gay was back in the day. Hold on, hold on. This is what I'm saying. But this is what I'm saying. See, this is and this is my delineation between a, a, a body catcher and an in-game dunker, right? Uh, in-game dunker to me, Jason Richardson was the greatest in-game dunker, one of the greatest in-game dunkers of all time because yeah. his dunks were always special. He wasn't the greatest body catcher because he got stuffed at the rim plenty, but True. he was doing spectacular dunk. There are plenty of guys who catch wild bodies, but it's like, I mean, yeah, that was an amazing dunk because a seven-footer was waiting and you got it over him. Like, if you did that in the dunk contest when there's nobody there to check you, it's like, Man, I don't really, I don't really see the, see the goodness here, but you know. And speaking of, I actually do have a a very, I know that this idea wouldn't go because players like we talked about the injury component of it. What if the dunking contest became dunkers versus defenders, and it was the best dunkers in the NBA against the best rim protectors in the NBA? And it was four against four, and the winners got a six million dollar pot to split evenly amongst. Or take it down, five hundred thousand per player, and it was literally like a, a shootout in hockey, where it's like you got the one rim protector, the one shooter, and out the one dunker, and it's like you have to get the dunk off and certain perimeters and all that. Like, hey, you you got to get one over. I think it'd be nice. I think it'd be nice to see. One, I don't think that works. We were just talking about the aspect of people not wanting to go out there and get injured, especially with the with the new uh, That's what I'm saying. player I, agreement. I think it'd be nice, but I don't think they they do it. And two, if we did it that, just just replace the dunk contest with the one on one tournament. But that's the thing. You don't want to see Rudy Gobert go one on one with Jaden Brown, but meet him at the rim. Mm. Rudy Gobert ain't about to be nowhere near that tournament. That's fair. Get rid of the dunk contest to give me the eight best bucket getters in the league, and they run a, a, a tournament in the tournament to 11, first to 11 win. And you know, you do a tournament, you do a king of the hill oh, type thing, king of the yeah. hill type. You know, it'd be thing. even better, you know, it'd be even better. NBA call outs, NBA call outs because Benedict Mather was talking too crazy to Jay Knight. If I was him, <laughs> I'd be the first one in the call out. No, no, okay, okay, you gotta see me. So, you gotta so see you, me. y'all, y'all, y'all cutting into what I think you should do for um, the dunk contest, right? So, instead of next year having a dunk contest while you work on repairing the dunk contest, this is what I was doing. You know how to have the rivals week in the NBA season where they have all the teams that's rival, they got like rivalries that they call them. They have them yeah. play against each other all in the same week. Mm-hmm. You do that for players that got beef in the NBA, right? Like Draymond and Nurkis play one on one up to three, you know. Winner winner get a couple hundred thousand, right? Then you got D Book and Luca playing one on one up to five, right? The the, the guards get five points, the bees get three points. It. That's what I was thinking. And then you call it Rivals Night on that on that, right? A quick one on one game up to three or five. I'm not really like okay, I ain't gonna get hurt because I do that in practice anyway. So it's more so like. Yeah, we got beef this season. And then a lot of players going to start going at people during the season to make sure that they get picked for that on All-Star Week. Draymond going to be the first ever player to get a flagrant during Rivals Night. <laughs> 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 he going outside somebody. Hey. <laughs> no, but I, I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. That, that actually is a great idea. That is, yeah. Again, the way that Mathur was talking to Ivy, brother, 
Imagine how many people would be like, all right, KD, you know, this year I'm going to stop you. Like, KD going to be out there every season. <laughs> he talking I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. KD is what, 36 now? 35, 36? 35. He's 35, yeah. Uh, you got to feel kind of lame. Like, if you at, man, what do you gain? What do you gain by being like, hey, give me KD? I mean, it's still KD, though. I mean, he's still averaging yeah. 25 like, more a game. I mean, KD is still a bucket. Sure, but he's a 35 year old bucket, you know. Like, uh, uh, it's tough, it's tough, but I, I feel you, I feel you. All right, so with that being said, the three point contest was also last night. Tell me, which did you enjoy more the normal three point contest, the NBA versus WNBA three point contest? I think both of them were, were fire. Um, I think the three point contest should start closing out the night, and I, I necessarily can't put one over the other just because if you think about it from this aspect and think of how talented players are right now i think every person in the first round got over 20 points except malik beasley right no he had he had 20 exactly i think oh it's all of them had 20 if they were playing 10 20 years ago these players are so talented that they would be winning every year if you think about it larry bird won what three three point contests back to back yeah, mm-hmm. his highest score was a seventeen. He walked in and said, "Who gonna finish second? And then dropped sixteen on the boys and won. <laughs> they also didn't have mom doing money balls like they do now, though. Like they had money that's balls. Fair. That's also you didn't have so, the whole money. That's, ball that's true, but like, so Larry people weren't hitting them story balls anyway. Translated into today's time, Larry Bird probably put up what a 23? Yeah, low, yeah, low, put, yeah, low mid twenties. Yeah. It still wouldn't have won. Yeah, but so I can't put one over the other. I think they should close out the night, but I do think that they can add to the NBA versus WNBA thing. You know, it it could be a whole different event. You could do four. You could do four on four. You know, you can do. uh, You could do teams. Have somebody do the skills challenge. You can do. You know. You can do the the West Coast versus Indiana. You can have two fee two Fever player and two Pacers players versus you know you can go out west and you can have you know two Warriors and, and two people from the Aces or or the Sparks or something like that. I think it's a lot of ways that you can work with that. That's fair. That's fair, Chris. What you think? Uh, I mean. Three-point contest, WNBA three-point I think this year was the first year the three-point contest really stood out to me because of all the LED light uh, stuff they had going on in the court. I was, I'm was i a nerd. I nerd out the stuff like that. That was really cool how they did that, for one. Like, the Celebrity All-Star game was really fun because of that, right? Like, all of the LED stuff they was able to do on the court. But for a three-point contest, I think the first one was better. Only because they had her go against Steph Curry. Like, I mean, in his sleep, he'd come out there and shoot 29 to 35 in a three-point contest, right? And yeah. I get why they did that because she she broke his record. But, I mean, you put her in there with everybody, she actually probably would have came in second or third. Actually, she tied Dame. She tied the the winning score for the three point. And I was just about to say, do you think that Dame is going to be the first ever player to lose the NBA? First ever male player to lose the NBA versus WNBA three point shootout. It's a lot of pressure on that though. It's you know you build a narrative, but see, here's wake up WNBA. Your time is now. You have Clark coming out of Iowa, out of Iowa. Use this. 
Use this, please. You want to grow the game. Y'all talk about y'all don't want to lower the rims. Y'all don't want to do this. Y'all have a literal woman, Stephen Curry, coming to the WNBA. I will be throwing money at her under the table telling her to go to WNBA. And please, please do something like this. She is literally growing the college women's basketball association. Literally. Mm, that's fair. That's fair. I'll say this. I enjoy I enjoy both of them, but I love the the uh, WNBA versus NBA one because I've always told people basketball is one of the few sports that, like, if men played against women in, like, certain challenges and competitions, it's actually a fair and even fight. Like, it's very much so like a, hey, anybody can win this thing. Anybody yeah. can win this thing because don't get me wrong. Yes, you know, I mean, obviously Steph Curry is Steph Curry, the greatest shooter of all time for everybody's money and all that. But it doesn't make a difference. Like him being taller, bigger, stronger, faster doesn't make a difference in terms of shooting ability. That's can you target the ball to go where you want it to go? And so, you know, that's that's something that I, I think very much so. It's it's one of those things that, you know, I, I think we should see more of and it'll help the WNBA grow as well. I, I, I'm you'll start seeing thing. players. You'll start seeing players who don't have that type of name and cachet out there doing it. Unpopular opinion. I think if they went head to head, I think the chances of the women winning are higher. Just because if you look at somebody like Steph Curry, that's an anomaly in the game of basketball. He's the greatest shooter that we're ever going to see in our life. However, the game of basketball has, um, for men, it's been so much evolution that the best shooter to the worst shooter is like not that crazy of a gap if you're talking about the elite shooters. However, when it comes to the women, they're just hitting that their their game is only what 30 years old. So if you think of the NBA Somewhere when it's th- yeah, when you think of the NBA when it's 30 years old, you got these players that are the elite of the elite, but you also have a lot of players where it's a, a much bigger gap from the best shooter to the worst shooter. So I think that the WNBA women, the elite of the elites, could rival the men because when you're out there and you're trying to find a rhythm. I feel like they would be in, in, in much better rhythm. They would have much better consistency than the men would because one, they're fresh, and two, the men are in season. You make some interesting points. You make some very interesting points. I, Here, I here's the thing. I mean, I, I, we could get off this topic, but I mean, if y'all watch Gil's arena, right, they had a Gil shootout, and the two second-place people behind the guy that has the Genesis World Worker for most threes in a row in under a minute – were Jenna Bandy and Lexi that plays in the WNBA. Yeah. It was a lot of males in there that shot the ball really well, but they lost to those two. Yeah. Also, did y'all see that dude that had the world record say he was the best shooter ever and he uh, lost to Kenny Smith in the, in the, in the well, shootout? Well, he talked about that on the interview on Gil's Arena. He said they set him up. They told him it was just free throws. Then they told him, like, we're going to shoot in the studio, and they start shooting threes. So he was like, I came in, like, the wrong clothes. And then he was like, the ceiling is really short. So, like, he was like, I practice shooting in a gym. The ceiling's really, really short. And he was like, when they gave me a couple practice shots, I was hitting the ceiling. All so, right, man. Can I mean, I 50, hear it. I don't want to. I, I don't want to hear the excuses. I don't want to hear the excuses. But I mean, at the same time, I mean, he had that platform. He made a platform for himself to speak because he won an actual shootout with shooters. Yeah, yeah. Good for him. More power to him. We really believe you. We really, really <laughs> believe you. Uh, look at how hard we're believing you. 
I've never believed someone harder than I'm believing you right now. But fellas, we got to shift gears, okay? Because we're talking about the All-Star weekend and the All-Star game. Obviously, we know what the All-Star game is going to bring us. But unfortunately, there's a young man, a 25-year-old, who uh, he's not going to be in the All-Star game. But he contends that he is indeed a max player. He's actually never made an All-Star game. But he contends that he's a max player. And that is none other than the guy who let me down more than any other draft pick being that I've ever believed in, Mr. DeAndre Aiden. And this sparked the conversation. He said he was an All-Star. No, no. He said he's a max player. I think saying he's a max player is more egregious than saying he's an All-Star. I think they both agree. Just they no both levels. crazy. It, no, it, no, no, it's no, 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 levels. Say no your levels. max player is way worse. Because it, if you it's no levels. Star, That's like saying I made a mistake, but I made a little mistake. You still made a mistake. Like, come on now. Yeah, but it, forgetting to turn the stove off is very different than speeding in the school zone and hitting four kids. Like, those are two. <laughs> I mean, true, like, because true, true. to me, you could make a, you could slip up and make an all star game. You can't slip into a max contract, or at least not anymore, which gave us the idea, who is the worst player that you would say deserves a max, and what do you think is your quote-unquote line of delineation for max contracts? Where you're like, all right, that's the cutoff, bro. Nope. Nobody who's worse than this guy should get a max. So who is the worst player that deserves a max? No, worst player that you've seen get a max. Okay, okay. Um... I'm going to go ahead and start this one off because we was talking about it before the show and it was a couple in there that was, that was egregious. But it's one out there that I think y'all forgot about. I'll say Jawan Howard. Omar Ashik. Omar Ashik got a max? Yes, from the Pelicans. Stop lying, bro. <laughs> I think it was Stop 2015. Lying. It was the same year that TV deals. That was what, 2016? Oh my God. Omar Ashik got a max. Yes. I got one even worse for y'all, if I'm being honest. Wow. I got one with y'all forgot. Chandler Parsons got a max. All right, wait, hold on. Chandler Parsons ain't worse than the Sheik, bro. Hold on, hold on, hold on. See, and I hate that y'all making me defend this man during Black History Month, but Chandler Parsons, a lot of stuff that happened was out of his control. Like, you couldn't have predicted that some drunk driver was going to hit him in the middle of the day. You know how crazy right. it is right. for you to get an accident that changes your athletic ability forever by a drunk driver at 2 p.m.? Like, yeah. God really just did not want that man to prosper. But I, <laughs> I, 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 I get the vision. Okay, the okay. Vision. What about Ryan Anderson? He ain't get a max, but he got just about a max. Right? Yeah, Ryan Anderson is crazy. Ryan Anderson. Is crazy. I still don't think that's worse than the Sheik. A Sheik? Oh, I, got, his, his, uh, I, don't know. I don't know. Here's the thing. I got one that is kind of forgotten in the annals of history but this and mind you it, it don't sound like much now but at the time this was the max that he was the highest paid player in the league Allen Houston come on dog come on yeah Allen Houston is equivalent to Mike come Conley on. deal Allen Houston is equivalent to Mike Conley deal I think but but that's the thing was he the team leader was he the locker room guy with Mike Conley never got a tech that's why you pay Mike Conley a max. <laughs> Allen Houston is not that, bro. He was not that. He well, I'll give him I, I, but my kid brain remember Allen Houston being a bucket, so I can kind of see the yeah, vision. I, I can see Allen Houston getting the max though. Like I wouldn't give him max, but I can kind of back see then the twenty a game was rare. Back then, 20, eighteen to twenty a game was. Rare. I don't think y'all understand. 
that Max made him the highest paid player in the NBA. I might kind of Max made him the highest paid player. Like, are y'all? But hold on. The dip again. The difference between those two, Mike Conley is a bucket, a floor general, and just a really great guy. Like you know that your team's image just got better for having him. Allen Houston, come on, dog, come on. I give y'all yeah, the bucket, George. I, I think what's even crazier is the year before he got that max, he averaged sixteen three and two. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a damn how good y'all think them defenses was, bro. There's oh, 42% shooting. There's not a world where, not 42% <laughs> from the three, 42%, 42% from, the, from field. the field, bro. From the fit, man. Stop playing. Crazy thing dog. is, he shot 42 from the field. He shot 41 from three. Stop playing with me, dog. Stop playing with me. That man, stop playing with me. And again, this is no disrespect <laughs> to Allen Houston. This is not saying that he was a bad player. I, here's the thing. I can look at that and I can objectively say, I can't see the vision. Like, because if you make a player the highest paid player in the league, you need to be my centerpiece that I can trust can drive me to a championship. Can we agree to that? Yeah. I mean, if, yeah. If, yeah, I agree. I agree. And it wasn't the world. If, if you, and by centerpiece that could drive me to a championship, I would understand giving Prime Tyson Chandler a max because Prime Tyson Chandler defensively, and on the boards, what he bought you, that can drive you yeah. to a championship. D- depending on what play. offensive options you have, exactly. Tyson Chandler being your number two can be it does that could be a championship team. Exactly. Allen Houston. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. Hey, listen, but if we threw injury in there though, like if we threw injury in there, right? I know you, oh, you there, can't really control it. Yeah, there's a lot of other- I feel like 10 years from now, when he finally don't have a voice anymore, I think John Wall is gonna be the worst contract ever. Like, think about it. He was a second. No, he was first team All NBA that year, and they gave him forty seven a year. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. You could at least see the vision with John Wall. Like you, in you your can mind, see. That's what I'm saying. Like, you can see him with talent. He'll be okay. There was no world where you was like, "Hey, get Omer Ashik." Just two good guards, and that team is a championship team. I mean, if we talk, like, if we bring an injury into it, you got to talk about either Penny or Grant Hill. Because they got the maxes after crazy injuries. Penny getting the max was the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. Because like, <laughs> back then, they was repairing ACLs with cat guts and like and silly string. Like, bro, y'all knew that he was never going to be that same guy again. Like, what are we doing here? Nasty work. Absolutely nasty work. Well, fellas, let me ask y'all this. Because we're about to get out of here. But if y'all had to name... Your all-time worst, right? Like your your all-time worst lineup for players who've made an all-star game. What would it look like? Josh, you the you the basketball encyclopedia, so I'm gonna let you go first. All right, so at the point guard, we rolling out Mo Williams. Okay, all right. Start up very mid-start. We're off to a very mid-start. Shout out to the Alabama State Hornets. Okay. So it's me. He's their head basketball coach, by yeah. the way. Yeah. All right, Chris, who you got? I'm going Steve Francis. Hey. Steve Francis was a dog, hey, that's crazy. bro. Steve, Steve Stevie Francis Franchise is crazy. Stevie, Stevie Franchise was a dog. That's a crazy. I'm going Steve thing. Francis, bro. He only made one, though. Yeah, he had to the, make more than one. He had crazy. to make more than one. But the, no, the West at that time was so crazy in terms of guards. Like, yeah. 
I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad. But you know what? Cause he shouldn't have made that 04 All-Star, bro. He shouldn't have made I, that 04 All-Star I, game. Can I can I hit y'all with one that I don't even think if I didn't mention him in pre-show, y'all would have known he made an all-star game. Ooh. My number one overall pick. Give me a guy from a franchise that I picked for my all-time worst franchises of the Los Angeles Clippers. Danny mother loving Manny. Come on now, brother. Come on Danny now, Manny. Danny is nuts. Get in here, brother. Josh, who's your second pick? All right, well, my second pick. This is a dude that, like, he was a bucket at the time. But if you think of how crazy the West was, like, the only reason he made this All-Star game was because of KG. At the two, I got Wally Zerbiak. New York Knicks uh, producer legend or, or broadcaster legend, Wally Serbiak. Yeesh. Understandable. Understandable. Chris, who you got? All right. Since I, w- I went a little high that time, I got to make my team more, more terrible. So come on down, Mr. Andrew Wiggins. Come on down, Mr. Andrew Wiggins. Chris, you keep picking players that's half decent, bro. Bro, Wiggs is all star. It's not crazy. You keep picking oh, players that's what? half decent. Wiggs is an all star. It's not crazy. You won't ever make an all star game again. I mean, you're not wrong, but he's a really high level role player. Was Danny yeah. Manning even a high level role player? That you <laughs> like, you were like, yeah, he can really do this thing. You know what I mean? Like, but I got you. I'm going to save the franchise. I'm going I'm to I'm out mid y'all mid every time because this is how we coming at the center. Out of another Los Angeles Clipper, baby. Give <laughs> me young Central Michigan grad, Christopher Kamen. Give me Chris Ooh. Kamen. Come on, brother. Come on, brother. Daddy That's Maggie a good pick. That's Kamen. a good pick. Wait, he, 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 he made one? Injury yes. replacement. He made one. Injury <laughs> oh, replacement. Give me Kamen. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Josh, who you got? Who's your third pick? All right, so you went big. I'm going to go big. I'm trying to do me a starting five. So okay. we we going to run a big lineup, but he's a stretch, so he can work at the three. Pistons legend, Utah Jazz legend. I'm going Memo O'Cour at the three. Oh, that was my next pick. That was my next pick. That was my next pick. Hey, listen, that was my here's, next the here's the thing. All three of us, I think it would be fair to say, we all rock with the Pistons. Memo O'Cour being an all-star is crazy. Like that's crazy because it's no world where you can like explain that away and people are like, yeah, it kind of makes sense. I See, bro, here's when people be like, oh, this era is crazy. When people say like the 04 Pistons are beat the Warriors, bro, Zelico Rabraka was getting minutes in your rotation, bro. <laughs> Hold on, wait, was it was it Darvin Ham playing a lot on that? Darvin, bro, they off they bench they bench lineup was was uh Lindsey Hunter, Darvin Ham, Mimido Core, Zelico Rabraka. Yeah, Zelico was crazy. Zelico was crazy. What were we doing? What? And Clifford Robinson. Hey, hey, don't disrespect him. Don't disrespect the legend Cliff. Don't rest dis- rest in peace, but dog. Don't disrespect the rest in peace to the legend Cliff, man. No, no Cliff Robinson slander on this show. Chris, who you got, man? Uh, all right, bro. I'm, I'm being bad, bro. I'm not drafting me enough, so I got to go. I'm going to go Dale Davis. There we go. There we go. The All-Star yeah, game had to be an NDA of that year. It had to be, bro. <laughs> but he was a backup. He was a backup replacing it. Man, that's hey, nasty he, he work. Made it. 
he made it. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. I realized that I haven't drafted a guard yet. This is a guard that we know and love. This is a guard that great podcaster. Excellent Ooh. stories. Give me young Jeffrey Teague of Wake Forest. <laughs> Come on, Jeff. Hold on, hold on. Teague, Teague is almost equivalent to Steve Franchise, bro. They bought no, Nick, he not. Nick, Chris. Chris. Steve Francis Nick, was the Nick, number Chris. one option what? on a playoff team, bro. Chris, what? And they sucked. They still sucked. They made the play. Steve Francis and Catino Mobley was taking them to the playoffs every year in the West. Hold All on. right, bro. Y'all got Hold it. On. Y'all got it. Bro, Hold Steve on. Francis was averaging like wait, 20 wait, and wait. 8. Wait a minute. This man just said Jeff Teague is about equivalent to Stevie Franchise. Steve, if you look at their numbers across their careers, bro, Jeff Teague not that far off, bro. They not That's that crazy. Off. That's crazy. I, I can't believe what I just heard. <laughs> they not that far off, bro. They not that far off, bro. Bro, Steve Jeff Francis. Teague, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's be very honest. Jeff Teague made the All-Star game that year. For no other reason than the fact that the Atlanta Hawks were the number one seed. Yeah, exactly. That somebody always has to make it. Somebody, some of these guys have to make it. And they had yeah. four players make it that year. And one of them is going to be my next pick if y'all don't steal him. But I'm I got not saying that. This list that I'm not saying that he's better. I'm just saying they own part. Okay, bro. For his season. career, Jeff T averaged 12, 2, and 6. Come on, dog. For his career, Steve Francis averaged 18, 6, and 6. Come on, dog. On better shooting splits in a in a, a, a era with worse pacing much, much and worse spacing. Yeah. yeah. Much tougher defense. Much more fouling was allowed. All right, all right. Let me let me I gotta get some more mid, man. I gotta get some more mid, man. It's some mid out there. It's some mid out there. It's a, the mid is there, Chris. The mid is there. You just duck in the mid. You just don't want the mid. You don't want it bad enough, brother. That's the problem. That's the problem. Get the mid off the street. Hold on. Is he an all-star? I got somebody in my head. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Wait, wait. I think it's Josh Pick anyway. I think it's No, it's, it's yours. It's yours. No, no. No, it's, no. It's you, you just went Jeff T. You just went Jeff T. Yeah, I just okay. went Jeff T. So, so, so at my four, we just talked about him. Rest in peace to that man. We saw him at the later stages of his career. I don't know if he was a bucket like that in Portland, but him being an all-star is crazy. I'm going Uncle Cliffy at the four. Hey, come on, man. Come on, man. I'm going Uncle Cliffy at the four. Come on, man. That's some nasty work right there. Put Cliff at, but I got you. I got you. Chris, who you got? Uh, he was all-star. All right. I don't know if this is mid enough, though. I'm going Brad Miller. Brad Miller. That was my last pick. I remember even as a kid, like six, seven years old, being like, he made the all-star team? No way. That's that's a I'm good one. Brad that's Miller. a good oh, one. You took my so five. Wait, wait, wait. So wait, we had our we had our fourth pick. I got a center. I got a power forward. Wait, no, Danny Manning was a he was a he three. Was he was a three. Yeah. So I got a center, I got a three, I got a one. This is my fourth pick. I hate to do it to him. Give me Tyrone Hill. Give me Tyrone Hill. Oh, I, I, that I was gotta, that was gonna be my. I was gonna take him Brad Miller. I gotta take him and Brad Miller. I gotta take him. He had the phone. He had the phone. Give me Tyrone Hill, man. Give me, give me here. You, you, you know so what? Mid. He's so mid. If you were to ask like twenty people who claim to be diehard basketball fan, what was he good at? They all gonna look at you like. Mm, he was that one guy. <laughs> he was that one guy. I remember him. 
You know what? Last pick. Who you got, Ziff? Who you got? This is my last pick. And I know, like, we, we were all there for it, and we're all hoop fans. So this person making an all-star game at the time didn't surprise any of us. But in hindsight, it sounds crazy, and it's fairly recent. At my five, I'm going with Andrew Bynum. Uh, is he he he, he low key in the same boat as Wiggins? He low key the same boat as Wiggins. Here, I was just yeah, about to say, yeah, yeah, he yeah, had yeah. A year. He had a couple years where he was like incredible. Then he fell off the face of earth. He had he yeah, those like two years. You thought like Kobe was finna hand him the keys to the city based off them yeah. two years. Yeah, yeah. All right, I need one more guard. I need one more guard. <sighs> he mid, but he like have. F it, F it, F it. BJ Armstrong, my other guard. BJ Armstrong. That's that. That's a good that's pick. That's, that's BJ a Armstrong. good pick. <laughs> BJ Armstrong. BJ Armstrong. A, I, I got one for y'all. I got one for y'all that y'all not even gonna believe, and y'all not even gonna know who this guy is nine times out of ten. But I gotta do it. I gotta do it to him. I was looking for a guard. I couldn't find a guard. I was looking all pre-production, looking for a guard that was gonna fit. I know nothing about this man, but I it it makes me sad to do this. It it truly makes my heart hurt to have to give this man the nod. And we talked about this before the show. And, and I didn't want to give him this nod. However, at the two guard, give me Kyle Corver, man. Give me Kyle Corver. Listen. <laughs> I listen. I, and he was part of he was part of that Jeff T thing, and that's what I was about to say. Three point specialist, three point specialist. But he needs a certain type of team around him to like make him good. If you think about an all star, bro, you're supposed to be the driving force that makes everybody else good. You you can't be the guy that's like, hey, I you can't be here. a fifth. You can't be a sixth guy on the roster. You can't be a sixth yeah, exactly. Roster. You can't do that, and that's what he was. That's what he was for his career, folks. Submit us your. Uh, worst starting five or all-time worst all-star game starters ever. And yes, we understand that there will be some legacy picks in there that's like, hey, he was just great for so many years. We had to give him one. But submit your worst. I I did did have one um, that I didn't put him in mind because when I was a kid, I was actually like a fan of this this dude. Mm -hmm. Jamal McGlure. Mm -hmm. Jamal McGlure was... He was always like better in our minds than he actually was. I think Jamal McGlure, in the grand scheme of things, like was mid. But as a kid, I remember turning on Fox Sports and every time he played the we Pistons, I swear he had thirty, yeah. bro. Every he, time he seemed like he seemed like a goat, but it was just like in reality, he was just man, very man, very very man. So, folks, we don't get on out of here, but please tell us your worst all-time starting five. Tell us what y'all think about the dunk contest I'd improve it. And remember, we the pod that gets you paid. We the people's pod. Submit questions. We're going to do it again. We're going to ask for more questions. And please tell us. As you can see by the questions we answered today, there is no question that is off limits for us, okay? So feel free to ask. I'm lying. There are certain questions that are off limits, but, you know, please. The, don't, the, don't the, the question about. we got today was probably about the limit. Probably, don't ask us anything <laughs> worse that. I know y'all tired of us talking about questions and terrible all-star games and the fact that we're going to be dragging out a 44-year-old Mac McClung to be in a dunking contest. But come on back next week and the week after that and the week after that. Peace and love, y'all. Yeah,